Good evening and thank you for joining us. You're watching the nine at night. I'm Stefania Jimenez. Tonight, the officer who shot a teenager in his car last week was charged, and this comes after Act 4SA and other organizations rallied outside the San Antonio Police Headquarters this afternoon. Protesters wanted James Brennan, who had been fired from SAPD, to be charged, and today, the police chief announced just that. This is the 17-year-old that he shot in a parking lot is on life support. What you're watching there is body cam video from the officer, which captured the incident. Brennan went to Cantu's vehicle thinking that it had been stolen, opened the driver's door, and then fired multiple shots as 17-year-old Eric Cantu drove away. Now, Cantu had been charged, but that's no longer the case. You're going to hear what the police chief said tonight on the Night Beat. In other news, it's the last thing that San Antonio police wanted to find. This morning, officers found a man's body in the 2900 block of Hatton Street near Couples Road on the west side. Someone asked police to check on the homeowner since no one had seen him since yesterday. And that's when they found the man dead inside. Police said that it was suspicious, but they haven't yet said why. One of the detectives who interrogated a woman accused of killing her daughter took the stand today in court. We're talking about the Jessica Briones murder trial. She is charged with the death of her daughter. Back in 2017, she took her unresponsive with multiple injuries to a police substation. Four-year-old Olivia later died at University Hospital. And that same day, SAPD detective Raul Juarez interrogated Briones. Today, he described the woman's demeanor to the court. She was calm. We talked. She was a little bit upset, um, but I mean, she communicated fine. Detective Juarez also says that he closely examined Olivia's injuries. If Briones is convicted, she faces life in prison. Troubled downtown sent a man behind bars and another to the hospital. Around 12.30 this morning, police were called to the intersection of East Market and South Alamo Street. Police say that a 25-year-old man got into an argument with three women in front of the McDonald's. He threw one of their purses and cell phone into the Riverwalk. A 51-year-old man tried to help, and that's when the two men started fighting. That's when police say the 25-year-old stabbed that man in the, in the back twice. The younger man now charged with aggravated assault with a deadly weapon. Held at gunpoint, tied up, and threatened with a machete. That was the scary situation that two employees and a shopper found themselves in last week. And now San Antonio police and Crime Stoppers need your help to find the person responsible. So we want you to look at those photos. Police say that that man walked into the Supernova Smoke Shop in the 4000 block of West Avenue last Friday and pretended to shop. Investigators say he pulled out a gun and forced the employees and other shopper to zip tie each other, then took money from the register and some items from the store. But that wasn't it because police say that he stuck around for more than 20 additional minutes. And when the employees told him that police were on the way, he pulled out a machete and then backed out of the store. So last time, if you recognize that man on your screen, call Crime Stoppers. That number 224 stop. It's going to be a long night in New Braunfels. Fire crews there are still watching a mulch fire that started this morning. It started around 1 at a business on the 300 block of Psalms Road. Firefighters say that fire is contained, but it's still active. The Psalms Road area is open again, but fire officials are asking drivers in that area to be careful. And, you know, despite stories like the one that we just told you about, the number of house fires has actually dropped by half since the 1980s and experts say it's because of two things, smoke detectors and also better building codes. But here's the bad news. The fires that do happen now 
are a lot deadlier. 12 on your side's Marilyn Moritz explains why and what you can do now to protect your family. When this clothes dryer caught fire, Simon Glensek's family had to get out fast. So the smoke had just fallen so fast. I noticed that it doesn't really hover at the top. It kind of goes all over the place, but it just went so fast. It just boggles my mind how fast it goes. House fires today burn faster and hotter and are deadlier than ever. A big reason is time. 40 years ago, you would have had 17 minutes to get out of a house on fire. Today, just three. So what's changed? For one thing, floor plans are open. With fewer walls and doors, fires travel faster. Then there's today's furniture. Synthetic materials like foam, plastic, or particle board burn faster than materials like solid wood. So to protect your home, have at least one smoke detector and one class ABC fire extinguisher on each floor and check them monthly. Smoke detectors save lives. Consumer Reports recommends these dual sensor models from First Alert and Kid A. They detect both flaming and smoldering fires. Know how to use your extinguisher before you need it. And fire experts recommend keeping bedroom doors closed at night because this can act as a barrier, keeping fire out. Also, don't leave lithium-ion batteries, like for power tools, charging overnight. If you have an outlet that doesn't grip the plug, it's time to change it. And have a family escape plan and rehearse it. We always talked about go by the tree, anything like that. You always sit by the tree, we'll meet up right here. That does work. Marilyn Moritz, KSAT 12 News. Another news now, a state judge is giving the Bear County Elections Department weeks to add more than 100 voting locations. This is the midterm elections are less than a month away. So this week, Judge Martha Tanner issued a temporary injunction against the county in accordance with the Texas Election Code, which states that on Election Day, Bear County has to operate 50% as many polling places as there are election precincts. For a voter in Bayer County, it is not an impediment in terms of distance or location to be able to vote, right? Um, so more, more locations just means more opportunities to vote, especially because it is a countywide polling uh, county, which means that you can go vote in any polling location in the county. Yeah, that's right. That's a countywide polling that she was talking about. So voters can pretty much cast their ballot at any polling place as long as it's within their county. Now, uh, we should have all of the polling locations one week from today. So that reminds us, if you're not registered to vote, today is the deadline. So if you want to cast your vote on, the November, on November 8th, you have to double check. Right now on KSAT.com, we can make sure that you're already registered. Just scan that code, that QR code that you see on your screen. And remember that you are eligible if you are or will turn 18 by Election Day, November 8th. The West Side is getting a new hospital and also more developments. Today, Baptist Health Systems broke ground on its newest location at Westover Hills. And when that's done, we should have a full service acute care hospital, an outpatient surgery center, and two medical office buildings. Matthew Stone is the CEO for Baptist Health Systems, and he says that this is opening doors for more expansion in that area. Couldn't be more happy that the city has looked at this area of towns, building out highways and giving them access and such. But we feel as a health system that part of our mission is to have the right geography so patients can receive care close to home. The hospital is going to have five stories with 104 beds, plus a garden level with landscaping, outdoor dining. And in addition to the construction jobs that this opens up, the hospital itself is going to bring in another 500 jobs. Now we're going to take things outside. Here's meteorologist Adam Kasky with your forecast. 
Not one, but two cold fronts will be impacting our weather in the days ahead. The first hits tomorrow evening. After sunset, 8, 9, 10 o'clock, we're looking at about a 10% chance of a shower, but still a warm day. 68 in the morning, 92 the high temperature, and really anywhere from 89 to 92 for highs the rest of this week through the weekend. But the second cold front is going to impact our temperatures much more with highs in the upper 70s by Monday and Tuesday. So the first cold front dropping the humidity, very low humidity, comfortable conditions Thursday and Friday. Then we get into the weekend. The humidity rises again and early next week. You'll see that temperature drop with highs in the upper 70s and just a slight chance of some isolated showers with the second front. Temperatures are certainly going to feel nice. Now keep that forecast in mind as you're out and about tomorrow with the kiddos because it is harvest night market at the Pearl from 530 to 830. You'll be able to listen to live music, take photos with pumpkins and do face painting with the kiddos. And that's on top of all the stuff you usually do with the Pearl. There's also going to be local vendors there with fall treats that you can enjoy. And just like that, we're out of time. Have a beautiful night. The nine at night returns tomorrow.